Hello, my name is Riley, and you are tuning in to the first episode of the In the Scope podcast, where we talk about the story of Chris Kyle and his book, American Sniper. Thank you for joining me. Let's get right into this story. So before we get into the good part of this story, let's start with where Chris Kyle's story starts. Born in Texas, loves to hunt, and he's got a little bit of fire in his heart. He is a fighter, you could say. But he grows up with hunting as his hobby, and he does a lot of other stuff. But when he gets into college, his parents give him the option to join the military, which he wants to do. But they say, go through college first and then join the military. So you have your education already. So Chris Kyle joins or um, starts college and joins a rodeo. So he's bull riding and all of that stuff, partying all through college. Now, in his last few years of college, something goes wrong and he injures his wrist really badly. He has to get surgery to fix it. So he his rodeo career ends, but he starts working on a ranch in Texas. Now, he's not getting paid that much at this time, but he's enjoying what he's doing being a ranch hand. But sooner or later, he starts thinking, I need money, but he also is like, I want to join the military still. So he goes to a recruitment center and there's all four branches of the military. And first he goes into the army side or army section and they're talking and he doesn't sign there. So he just walks out, walks out of the army station and the Navy dude is like, Hey, uh, yo, come over here. So Chris Kyle walks over, talks to the dude and then like likes what he's being told and like what's able, like what he's able to do in the Navy SEAL program. And so he gets signed in and a few months later he gets a call saying, or like later on he gets a call saying, we can't sign you or we can't enlist you because you're wrist. So Chris Kyle being kind of bummed out just goes back as a ranch hand. But then a few months later go by and he gets a call saying, do you still want to be a Navy SEAL? And Chris Kyle says, yeah, of course. This is where his training begins. So he starts his training and goes through all of the training that he has to do, buds and hell week and all of that. So after that, he's gets through all of his training and is told, here are the groups that you can pick from. You're a Navy SEAL now. Pick your team. Each team deals with different sectors or sections of the world. He picks Navy SEAL team three. This is what where it puts this is the team that goes to Iraq to help with the um, Saddam Saddam Hussein issues. That's his background. Now, Chris Kyle has to deal with a lot of adversities. He's in the military. 
He almost wasn't in the military because of wrist problems. He had to deal with his daughter who had leukemia. Lots of stressful problems. But he kept pushing. As soon as he gets deployed, almost daily firefights. Not everybody can deal with that. So you got to hand it to him. And also... He's one of the best snipers in the world. Now, going back to him being a SEAL, only 1,000 soldiers make it through SEAL training, according to Tron.com. That is a very low margin for how many people start the training and how many people leave being an actual SEAL by the end of the training. So, he's a tank. Now, comparing Chris Kyle, a sniper, obviously I got to compare him to another sniper, and I would say Simo Heha. He was a... Um, a sniper from Finland, and according to War History Online, he is the he is in the top ten range of best snipers in the world in, in World War Two. Some people put him at one. Some people have other places in that top ten for him, but he is still one of, if not the best sniper out of Finland during World War II, or ever. And obviously, Chris Kyle, renowned, great sniper in the Iraqi wars during his time. And comparing him to somebody else, um, more so in a joking matter, would be Iron Man, because both of them were stranded, air quotes, in a in the Middle East dealing with a terrorist problem. Now, yeah, sure, one of them is a sniper, and the other one is a millionaire, and also made a suit of armor that can fly, has a flamethrower, and shoot rockets. A little unrealistic. But they still have some similarities, but a lot of differences. Now, for the final thing, um, or the final um, connections and differences um, between this book and uh, Chris Kyle um, is um, another book that was brought to my attention, um, and it dealt with a boy who is struggling with mental health. Now, Chris Kyle... Um, it didn't really talk about PTSD, his book, but a lot of soldiers still deal with it, and we'll touch on that in a little bit. Um, but both books, even if it's not a direct quote, both either way have to deal with, at least there are some points dealing with uh, mental illness. Now, 
um, according to cdc.gov, um, 12 million American adults serious, um, seriously thought about suicide. 3.0 million planned a suicide and 1.4 million attempted suicide. Um, suicide affects all ages, clearly, as years go on. We've had 13-year-olds, 12-year-olds, and I believe 11-year-olds um, dealing with depression so bad that they attempt suicide or think about it. Um, but a difference between the one boy and Chris Kyle is one person was dealing with mental health because he felt left out and he like just didn't he was pushed away he felt but with military soldiers they deal with mental health because they're dealing with gunfire and seeing people die in front of them but no matter what kind of mental health you're dealing with it is still a serious a very very serious thing and a very serious topic to deal with and if you're dealing with any mental health don't be afraid to reach out because anything can help any small thing if you're having a bad day and if you have one conversation it could change your whole day for the better um now um let's touch on this ptsd thing lastly um for the last few minutes i would like to bring awareness to um people who are veterans who struggle with ptsd um because according to psychiatry.org 3.5% of us adults every day deal with this deal with ptsd um so for the veterans who struggle with this don't be afraid to call you shouldn't have to be and even though it's hard to talk about if you do need somebody to talk to call 1-800-662-help for the ptsd hotline um i wish i could do more to help but that is all i could give um so once again, that is 1-800-662-help for the PTSD hotline. Thank you, and if I can help at least one soldier with that, or one veteran with that, thank you. So, if needed, please call that. Now, to close the podcast, I would like to thank our sponsors for this episode, Uber Eats and SeatGeek. Now, with Uber Eats, uh, just 
you can order anything and it'll be there super quick. But with SeatGeek, you can get tickets to any place that you want to, or any events that you want to. Super quick and easy. You pick a seat, and then you're in. You have your tickets. Join us next time on the In The Scope podcast where we talk about the story of the Navy SEAL who killed Bin Laden. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Riley. I will see you next time.